Welcome to the Daily Advent Devotional with Not the Worst Pastors Podcast. Merry Christmas! Welcome back to day eight of Good News of Great Joy with James Gomez. I am Matt Coyne. We are Not the Worst Pastors. And as we go into today, the title is Bethlehem's Supernatural Star. And you're to read the longest reading of the devotional so far. One verse, Matthew 2 verse two. And one of the things I wanted to talk about, I wanted to start off with is you hear it a little bit here within the, uh, within the devotional itself, but you know, this star that the Magi are following, as we talked about yesterday, these wise men, the, whatever you want to call them. Astrologers, Kings, whatever. Yes. Yes. And so these astrologers, this was, a huge deal because re- as I was reading through, I did not know this off by heart. I had to look it up. Isaiah 47 verse 13 through 15 prohibited astrology. So Ooh. it was people who were really kind of worshiping, if you will, the idea of the stars and the moon and how they aligned and what could happen. So the fact back to a few days ago that God, we said he worked through the Roman Empire. He worked through Mary. He worked through all these he worked through the uh, through the stars mm. so that the wise men could find the Messiah. And so take note of that, that he worked through his miraculous creation so that these magi could find the Messiah. Sweet. Um, I've done some studying on this star thing. There's a video yep. series, a video called The Star, I think, or The Nativity, Nativity Star or something like that. And there's a lot of speculation about what that bad boy was in the heavens. Yeah. Was it a you know, combination of something in retrograde and a, a few planets lining up all at the same time? Was it a comet that moved throughout the sky so that they could follow it and all that sort of good stuff? I, I don't know that we have an answer to those things. But I guess the question yeah, is, and, should it matter? <laughs> it, well, and if you read today, the second, uh, I guess it would be the third paragraph. It says, the answer is... We don't know. Yeah, there are numerous efforts to explain what's happening, but we just don't know. And I love that this is part of it because there are so many questions we try to get answers to. And Christians, I just think we let it get in the way of, well, what about this? And what about that? And, you know, did he mean this or did he mean? And what I love about this is it's just we sometimes don't know. And so often, if we don't know the answer, what do we default to? Well, if I don't know the answer, then that can't be true. Mm. And sometimes we just don't know. We ask the question, God, why are we going through this season in our life? Why are we going through this valley? We, we might not know. Let's just know that it's his plan. His plan is in purpose uh, is greater than ours. So I enjoyed, I that's enjoyed, actually what I took out of today. Yeah, I enjoyed uh, Piper's phrase of the mentality for the marginal. Is that in this, that's in this section, right? So describing, yeah, yeah, so we've got a focus or mentality for the marginal. We focus on the things that are of lesser consequence and spend more time on that than we do on the hardcore things. So that's a phrase he used in this particular devotion. So latch onto that guy. Yeah. And, and this one is, this is so interesting because I love that this is part of it because the star is if you've studied this, it always is that place of, I think it's so interesting that, so like you said that, you know, focus on the death, the resurrection, the 
Oh, in this case, we're talking about Jesus coming mm-hmm. to the world and, and, you know, in the flesh. But we focus on these little things that it doesn't matter. Just know God can do it. <laughs> you yep. know, God could do it. He did do it. It was prophesied and it happened. Right. So let's leave it at that. Okay. So the things that he says are the important things to be focusing on are, I'm going to summarize it. It's basically God's holiness, the the ugliness of sin, our helplessness to bring about our own salvation. And then, of course, the the death of Christ is you know yeah. the, the crux of all this that accomplishes all these good and glorious things for us. The concepts of justification and sanctification and the return of Christ. Basically, the things that are spoken of in like the Apostles' Creed, if that's part of your mm-hmm. you know church or faith yeah. tradition. And so that maybe speaks to why we should be revisiting or or rehearsing the creed, memorizing it, so that we can always have like the main things be the main things in our brain. Like, what are the most important things? Well, if you've got the creed memorized, then you've got the the main things. <laughs> I think yeah. so. That's kind of fun. Yeah. It, it. Yeah. And the other thing I took out of today too is it's actually in the last paragraph on the second part of the reading. It says God is guiding foreigners to Christ to worship Him. Mm-hmm. I love this. We just got done at week one of Advent. We were talking about uh, Jesus is the wonderful counselor. And so I love this idea that God, don't forget back to yesterday, the Magi were Gentiles. They were non-Jewish people. He put all this together so that foreigners could find Jesus. Mm -hmm. At this time, they were foreigners and they were non-Jewish people. And God went this far, I would say out of his, well, probably for him, it's not out of his way, but you know what I'm saying? It looks like it was really out of his way (laughs) to make this. I wrote that down on my notes for this exact thing that God goes out of his way to kind of do a whole bunch of things. I wrote it down because today in in our Bible study, we were talking about how Jesus healed a woman who was, um, she was hunched over for 18 years and he chose to heal her on a Sabbath day which was going to you know, mm. raise the ire of the Pharisees nearby. And so he could have waited one more day. What's one more day if you waited 18 years to deal with this crippling yes. disability? Mm-hmm. And he, do- he went out of his way to demonstrate the priority of doing good and healing over anything that they would have thought was the important thing about the Sabbath in the first place. Yes. Yeah. I'm good. Thank you for saying that. That's Woo! good. That's good. I think that's a good place to leave it. It too. is. So... Yeah, so we are. We really hope that you're enjoying uh, this journey through Good News of Great Joy. I sure know we are. Uh, it's been an honor to be here with you all. Until tomorrow, we'll be in day nine tomorrow. We'll see you then. <laughs>